0: Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcast. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story.
1: A story for Father's Day, a so powerful parable by Dana Bach. Listen, my sons, to a father's instructions. Pay attention and gain understanding. Proverbs 4, verse 1. Sometimes the most meaningful thing we can do for our kids is to simply remember what it was like to be their age.
0: A story for Father's Day, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. This one's for the fathers. You're the target of this tale, a story just between us to encourage and regale. Ladies, you are welcome to relax and listen in. And as you do, I hope that you pray softly for us men. We need your prayers, believe me, like a dancer needs a song. We try so hard to get it right, though often get it wrong. Guys, we thought we knew what being dad was all about. Bringing home the bacon, keeping fear and famine out. Fix the car and mow the yard, be strong and wise and calm. And answer all the toughest questions. Why don't you ask mom? It's more than that now, isn't it? I feel you're nodding heads, responsible for those small people snugged up in their beds. Where do we find the wisdom and discernment that's required to love and guide and feed and lead this progeny we've sired? Well, take a quiet moment. Scan the memories of your youth contemplate your childhood in this quest for guiding truth I think you'll find that treasures are awaiting your inspection nestled in the friendly confines of your recollections at least that was my experience one warm September night when circumstances offered me the chance to get it right When I was a kid, my mom, like most, worked in the home. Dad was in construction, we lived on his pay alone. This didn't leave much extra after all the bills were paid and whether we should spend or not, a call not lightly made. And so our entertainment very often would consist of movies at the drive-in, something I could not resist. Mary Poppins, Jungle Book, Old Yeller, That Darn Cat. I watched them with my brother from our places in the back. My folks would fill a paper sack with yummy things to eat. Our drinks were in an ice chest wedged between them on the seat. But before we'd leave the house, my mother, like a well-known song, would say,
1: You boys get ready. Go put your pajamas on.
0: This strategy on her part had its merits, I'll admit. We boys would both be sleeping by the time the movies quit. So on go the PJs with the journey not too far. We're off to see the love bug from the back seat of the car. Arriving at the drive-in, we're in quite a happy spirit. My father hangs the window speaker where we all can hear it the sky is still a dusky gray, not dark enough to start. It's then I see the thing that always tugs upon my heart. Way up in the front and just below the giant screen, a playground for the children, so enticing and serene. Swings and slides and teeter-totters there beyond the cars kids run past my window and climb on the monkey bars. And so, I ask the question any youngster would impart. Can we go to the playground before the movie starts? My parents eye each other. Dad tilts his head and shrugs. My heart feels like it's filled with butterflies and lightning bugs. But then comes the pronouncement that dismantles any plea.
1: Not in your pajamas, boys.
0: My mother's firm decree. Dad looks in our faces, sees the misery in mine. Ah, uh, the movie's going to start soon. Maybe we'll do that next time. But knowing that pajamas were the barrier to fun, I realized that next time was never going to come. Soon the movie started, and as Herbie filled the screen, I put aside the thoughts of slides and monkey bars and swings. Decades came and went, just as they always seem to do. Marriage, home, and kids now dominate my point of view. I find myself behind the wheel with all my precious charges. Amazing how your love grows as your family enlarges. My boy, a raucous three-year-old, adventurous and sweet. And my little girl, a baby sound asleep in her car seat. With my wife beside me, both kids settled in the back, we're off on our vacation, a whole week to just relax. Our trip will be a two-day drive according to my map, and so we find a small motel. This first day, it's a wrap. Once we have our room, it's time to get something to eat. My wife says,
1: There's a drive-in movie just there down the street. How about we get some burgers, onion rings, and drinks to go, put the kids in jammies, and have dinner at the show?
0: A second invitation surely wasn't necessary, as I'm reminded why I picked this awesome girl to marry. So, after we procure our rings and hamburger cuisine, we're parking front and center beneath that giant movie screen. The sun is nearly down as my wife wrestles with the snacks. My son then says a thing that cleanly stops me in my tracks. Can I play on the swings? That was the only thing he said. The memories those words produce are swirling through my head. I hadn't thought about those times, those drive-in movie nights, for years and years and years and years. My throat goes quickly tight. As I sort through feelings I had thought completely gone, I hear my wife say,
1: Sorry, no, not with your jammies on.
0: And in that frozen moment, I'm that disappointed boy, watching other children, play with happiness and joy. So before the certain letdown of those words can overtake him, I laugh aloud and turning to my wife say, "Hun, i I'll take him. She looks at me in puzzlement, not grasping it, not sold.
1: But he's in his pajamas and your burger will get cold.
0: I quickly tell the story of the drive-in from my youth. Not sure my explanation has won over her reproof. Finally, she answers in amusement, I recall.
1: Well, don't get his PJs dirty, and it's your burger after all.
0: I kiss her on the cheek, and feeling like a superstar, I lift my little man out of the back seat of the car. Hoisted on my shoulders, what a joy this moment brings as we amble on together and go play on the swings.
1: Memories have to be among the greatest gifts from God. We can return to them and relive special times and people in our lives or learn from them as we apply our memories from the past to situations we encounter in the present. When I became a father, I promised myself I would not forget what it was like to be a kid. To remember the things that can seem trivial to an adult, but overwhelmingly important to a child. As we grow and mature, the practical will often, and rightly so, guide our decision-making. But every now and then, what's practical gets in the way of what's memorable. And it's the gift of discernment from a loving God that can turn those moments into treasures. This Father's Day, I'd like to encourage you men to ask God to show you those moments. For this is how lasting memories are made.
0: We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. A Story for Father's Day was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Additional voices were provided by Ashley Ashbeck, Mitch Ashbeck, Grace Buck, and Sage Davis. Devotional thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books Go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes.